If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. ITL Fantasy Podcast Network presents In a World of Football Podcasts that sounds like this. Welcome into our podcast on Suck Talk Radio. And talk like this. Wah, 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 wah. Don't go after running back. Wah, wah. Because they're not. So much fun. Bogman, let's not overreact here. The In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. Featuring Bogman. Oh, the yummy silence. Oh, it tastes so good, you guys. All the props go to you. You're amazing. It's the way the world. And the well. I would give somebody $20 if Antonio Gates goes before you. <laughs> There's only two picks. <laughs> <laughs> Playing on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. That's like $4 in American now because of the Brexits. <laughs> Coming to your ears. What's up? It's episode 123 of the In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. It is week 8, or it was week 8 at least. Week nine's coming up. This is the live reaction podcast from Bogman and myself as the games have all ended. All of your hearts have been broken or all of your dreams have come true. I don't know which one it is. No dreams came true for me this week. It was a brutal week 8. All the bye weeks. Did not do me any favors. I probably didn't do you guys too many favors and some of the players that we had to start, but we'll talk all about it right now as we review Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh in the house. Find Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. You can find me on Twitter at Is It The Welsh. And nothing, my friends, was better than the Joe Flacco memes after that gruesome oh hit. It was a gruesome God. hit, my friends. It was not good. But you the, know, the, 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 the K, bar, I just want to say, uh, Barstool, uh, KFC from Barstool, his, he was the first one I saw, and it was a picture with a finger up, and he went, waiter, check, please, and I died. I immediately uh, died. <laughs> I saw I saw one that said, when you hear, ice cold, Bud Light here. <laughs> it, okay, Bogman, I would have just ended my life if someone went and went, uh, lemonade, lemonade, like grandma made. <laughs> That's an Arizona thing. He's one of the greatest beer lemonade guys, obviously, in the world, and he's out here in Arizona. I would have just ended it all because nothing could have been better. Uh, yeah, that I mean, there are tons of them. I, Mia Khalifa put out one. And Mia Khalifa was a little distasteful because it was like three seconds after that. Oh, what she did. It's like she. Uh, it said, uh, "Raise your hand if you're not elite anymore." No, <laughs> that's funny. Really I think brutal. we might be settling the debate. Was do we like Mia Khalifa or do we not? I mean, there's reasons to like her, but I think we said pretty she's funny. funny. She's pretty and, funny. And I'll just say, hey, look, I like her. I like her so. too. I like her too, even yeah. though she's a total troll. Uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. There, there there's a thousand uh, incredible ones out there. Yeah, there's there's a lot of really good ones. I mean, uh, the, I guess the the thing is, is, do you think it was a dirty hit or not? I don't um, think so. I saw it a million times. It just, I thought it these, was when I was watching it live, and then after that, like you know, kind of rewatching it, a lot of people made the the great point of he was kind of sliding towards the first down, and he could have pulled up before the first down if he really didn't want to get he hit. Just, so. The the this the momentum thing is tough. I didn't think he didn't pull like a. 
what's Vontez perfect or anything like that. Just he you know, no. kind of led with the helmet. He was going full force. These guys want to slap the quarterbacks when they get near the ground and uh, didn't, it didn't go well. I didn't think there was any malintention. No, me neither. I think you're pretty much right on that. Okay. Uh, well, we've got a uh, week eight reactions. Uh, we are going to do the good, the bad and the ugly at the end here. Talk a little bit of waivers, but first in memoriam, let's say goodbye to maybe a few players. The first player, we say goodbye to your eliteness, Joe Flacco, as you suffered a, a brutal, brutal uh, hit to your head that we just talked about. That I haven't seen, by the way, a player get concussed and then you just see it live. You know what I mean? Like right, a lot right. of times, like, like a guy gets no. yeah, like a guy gets hit and you're like, ooh, that doesn't look good. His helmet got hit off and he was just like, like you know the sound effect someone should put behind it. It was like humming, 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 humming. Like, that's all that I saw at his face. Like, his mouth is kind of moving. His eyes, I've, n- I've never seen it, I don't even think. His eyes were immediately glazed over. He had no idea where he was. That was, we witnessed a concussion, like, full force. I mean, honestly, like, the closest thing to it is seeing people in, in like, in a movie or whatever do heroin. You know? Sure. Like, that's how quick his eyes glazed over. And the only other time I've seen it like that was that, uh, and I've talked about it on here before, that Trent Green hit when they were playing the Bengals and... Uh, God, what's his name? I, Pecco, the guy with the long hair. Oh, like, yeah, DeMonte Shol- Pecco or whatever. Yeah, shoulder to shoulder, really close to the ground, and his head bounced out like a bouncy ball off the, the turf. There definitely would have been one of those cut yeah. scenes of, like, rainbows and unicorns running around, and there would have been, like, you know, some some good 70s song that would have been playing in the background, and he's just seeing stars and stuff, and totally. Yeah, yeah, it was... Uh, it was a pretty pretty brutal hit. Another brutal one was Zach Miller, man. Say goodbye to his leg. The dis the knee was dislocated like immediately. And the yeah. worst part was was he dislocated his knee on a touchdown that was called back. Yeah, I saw some people that were like like how how is this not a touchdown? He was in the end zone. Yeah, I guess they just you know momentum and all that stuff. I actually oh the I, the referee Bogman referee was like. Eh, his knee wasn't down. They're like, because it was backwards. It was backwards. His knee wasn't down. Eh, knee wasn't it down. Was in two places. We don't count uh, just, you know, cartilage as being no, down. We are not being nice on this show today. <laughs> I don't know. It's week eight. It's tough. It's tough. It's a rough time in the streets right now. I don't know what to say. Uh, so, yes, we say goodbye to Zach Miller and uh, say goodbye to Jordan Reed, maybe. Yeah, he had a hamstring injury, left the game. Uh, I didn't see if he came back because, you know, there are only – Two afternoon games today. Yeah, it was That's a it. weird day. It was like I, Yahoo. I, I haven't seen this before. Yahoo last night for the first time was like, hey, don't forget. There's an early game. Like we want to remind you about London. Like they're finally doing that. So there was the London game and then the morning games. They kind of sucked. And then there was, yeah, like the two like, afternoon of games ended well. But there was so much crappy weather. I don't think I won the field goal thing this week, by the way. Good. I think I probably lost it. I didn't see all the field goals, but I did see a lot of them. The only game that scored a million points was Seattle and Houston. Yeah, of course. Of course it did. The, the, yeah. the most obvious one, of course. It's Houston's defense, Seattle's defense. Of course they're going to score a million points. Not like there wasn't a few things going on uh, with Houston. They had a few things to uh, play for. No so, comment. So, no <laughs> comment. No comment. Stay no in your comment. lane, ITL. Stay in your lane. All right, that's what we'll do. Uh, those are some of the uh, the injuries. I don't know how long we we are. I mean, Zach Miller, we're going to say goodbye to him. But the your other boy guys. Joe Staley uh, broke an orbital bone in his face. He did. Did you see his face? His I face. didn't see it. 
Yeah, it didn't look good. It was like was it, it as bad, bad as Bruce Maxwell's face in his mugshot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stay in your lane, ITL. Oh, different sport. My bad. Stay everybody. in your damn lane. That's not staying in your lane. That's just a psychopath. I mean, it was kind of a psychopath over breadsticks. I mean, I've been hungry, man, and people mess up my orders. Never pulled a gun on the delivery person. That's I all. Think, I don't think so. You don't no. think so? You think I he mean, was standing nice, when he did it? But not a gun. Think he was guys. standing when he did it? Probably. He was probably doing it. All right. Uh, let's get into these recaps here. We got a lot to cover in this what was week eight. Still a Monday night game to go. But uh, let's talk about the Thursday game right now. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says in this league. Hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the mozzarella sticks? In this league. Oh. All right, all the games coming up week eight. But like I said, it is the Thursday game. And first up, it was Baltimore, Miami, and Okay, Baltimore won 40 to nothing. Okay, didn't see all that coming. And uh, Matt Moore, two picks, no touchdowns, 176. Jay Ajayi, a whopping 23 yards rushing. Kenny Stills led the way with 65 yards, but uh, Leonte, uh, Leonte Crew had six for 48. Nice to have him show up. Nothing from Jarvis Landry, really, on uh, the uh, Ravens. And Joe Flacco was 10 for Joe 15. Flacco. His eliteness was knocked out as he did have a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Ryan Mallett came in. Uh, only had 20 more yards uh, passing with a touchdown, but Alex he didn't Collins need to pass at that point. They're no, not at all. Big. Alex Collins, 18 for 113. We kind of talked about him on the last episode with Corey. Uh, Buck Allen also had 55 yards, and on the receiving end, Jeremy Macklin showed up with a touchdown and 53 yards. And Ben Watson, who I had to pick up in a league as a start, thank God he only had two catches, six yards, but he had a t- touchdown. He did have a touchdown. This was a disgusting game. I dumb. mean. Uh, <laughs> I was glad that I got to, you know, talk with a, a couple people on uh, Thursday Night Football with Bogman. Finally got back into the Thursday Night game and also found out that I can um, invite people on with me. So that's a pretty cool feature. Ooh, new feature. Uh-huh. Oh, so you can have people. Did you do that with like someone yeah, was? Dusty. Dusty came on. We got Valentino was on for a little bit. Sorio came so on. So people can be bit. famous. That's right. Just very, by joining very super you. Super famous. Wow. Um, Alex Collins was very effective in this game. I was kind of surprised. Uh, he uh, only had one more carry and one more snap than Allen, but he played way better. So I think the big storyline from that is Danny Woodhead's going to come back, and we know that Buck Allen has has been the guy. We kind of had our answer, by the way. We talked about this in the last episode where someone asked us, remember in the voicemail, what about, I think it was Workheiser, or no, it was Doug James, Dougie James, where he was asking about Danny Woodhead, and, and we were like, what does that do to everyone else, and where do we like Woodhead? We like we'll get Woodhead to just jump in, but, I mean, it's Alex, Alex Collins now, clearly. Yeah, it's Alex Collins right now. Danny Woodhead will come back and assuredly mess up the whole thing. But it's just Alex Collins is the first and second down, and Buck Allen is the third down now. I it just, it's just it's going to ruin Buck Allen's value at this point. Like we said, maybe you could hold on to Buck Allen. When Danny Woodhead comes back, this should just be Collins Woodhead day in and day out. You you would think until next week when Buck Allen rushes for more yards yeah, and then Alex Collins, but I think uh, they were showing a stat that um, the most uh, forty yard rushes this year are uh, I think they're both by Kareem Hunt and Alex Collins, and Alex Collins has matched Kareem Hunt's total in like a hundred something less carries. Mm. So explosive back. Um, I thought that Miami wouldn't miss a a beat without Jay Cutler. No doubt. Yeah, you, we, we said that specific thing. Like, yeah, hey, they don't need Jay Cutler. Matt Moore will come in. It was atrocious. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that this was probably a little bit more of the, you know, playing on Thursday night factor than it was Baltimore has an amazing defense factor or that more is not that great a quarterback. I mean, well, how he's about not, this, dude? but how about it's not this? like Jake Cutler is great. Adam Gaze lost. He totally lost it and with the whole team after the game. Uh, Devontae Parker. 40 to nothing. That's going to well, happen. Dude, he's like, Devontae Parker didn't play because he knew it would be a, a, a tough game. I was like, ooh, that's bad. Calling out Jay Ajayi. Running backs have to do better. Hit your holes. Do your assignments. 1.8 yards per carry. He's not wrong. He's not wrong about anything. He, the rest of the team, get, know your playbook. He was disappointed in the team. He called out every facet of the team. He was disappointed in all of it. Usually those things lead to personnel changes within, not like coaches, but like, you know, they'll be like, oh, we're going to bench this guy, put this guy in. None of that's going to happen. Though I would say they may, I don't they know don't if they're guys to go to You're Kenny Stills to though. Kenny Stills though could continue to be a little bit more offensive reliant, but like, they're not going to go to, yeah, like you said, they're going to Kenyon Drake over at Jai. They're going to keep doing that. Right. Yeah. I don't think there's too much else to take away from this one we're just going to be happy when parker comes back and yes. uh, we'll have to see how more does next week to kind of determine how this offense is uh moving forward what do you think um you get a decent offer on jhi do you do it yeah well, what's a decent offer jarek mckinnon yeah it's not a decent offer no uh isaiah crowell mm, yeah, i'd rather i'd no 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 um okay none of these are moving uh, the carlos hyde no, <laughs> I don't like anything. Why would I want Carlos Hyde over JHI? No, 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 no. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm just trying to make the point here that JHI is bad. Yeah, he's so. not great, but those guys are no better. Like, okay, I mean, I, I get where you were going with McKinnon. McKinnon, honestly, McKinnon is a better offer than Carlos Hyde at this point. But um, you You're know, not you, trading a Jai, you won't do it. So no, I, I would. Go to the next. Game. No, I would, but it's not going to be for what you're selling. Yeah, but you're not going to get anything better than that. Yeah, I mean, then, what, then I'm not, not. You think you're going to get Derrick Henry? It's not going to happen. You're not going to get DeMarco Murray. You don't think you can get uh, Derrick Henry for Jay no. Wright? Well, maybe Derrick Henry, but not DeMarco Murray. I guess that's I should have said DeMarco Murray. No. Uh, you're not going to get McCoy. You think he, uh, how about Frank Gore? I definitely not get McCoy. No, F Frank Gore. Joe Mixon. Um, I think those are even trade. God, Joe Mixon's so bad. The Bengals are so bad. I guess not. I guess I'm just holding the Jai because I don't see why any of these others are worth the risk uh, off of any of that. Maybe maybe if you went like, maybe if you, if you needed a receiver and you got a serviceable receiver in Marlon Mack, maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about Marlon Mack in a second. Here. Okay, uh, let's go to London in another stinker. Minnesota Vikings beat the Cleveland Browns 33 sound like to you're 16. from London. Hello, Governor. Uh, Case Keenum, 288, two touchdowns and a pick. Jer- Jarek McKinnon, 50 yards and a touchdown. Latavius Murray did lead the way in carries with 19, but only had 39 yards. Adam Thielen was the leading receiver, 5 for 98 and a touchdown. McKinnon had 72 yards and six catches. He is definitely a PPR option. And Kyle Rudolph had a touchdown. No, uh, nothing big from Stefan Diggs. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser did not get pulled from this game, but he wasn't good either. 179 yards, nothing else. Isaiah Crowell, 11 for 64 and a touchdown. Kaiser did have a rushing touchdown. And on the receiving end, more Isaiah Crowell, 4 for 54. And nobody that's worth any other conversation as a Cleveland Brown. Brown. He is back. Crowell is back, over 100 yards and a touchdown. But the big question, the Welsh, is Duke Johnson cuttable? Um, no, not after this is just one game. He still had four catches not, in PPR. It's not one game. Uh, so against the Jets, he had 
Uh, six carries for 20 yards, but this was a good game. He had three catches for 63 and a touchdown. That was October 8th. Then against Houston, five rushes for 40 yards and three catches for minus one. So that's 39 total that's yards. Tennessee was seven rushes for 26, six catches for 45 yards. So he ha- he's a good PPR option. Uh, that's he's about- not a standard option. He hasn't yes, been a standard option yards. for weeks. I agree with that. And 43 yards today. Uh, he's got to be borderline cuttable. I'd cut him for Alex Collins. Okay. Not that Alex Collins is available anywhere, but I'm just. Well, he might be. He, he definitely he definitely might be. So I think that that's a decent one to throw out there. So if, if Alex Collins is on the wire, that's something that I would absolutely do, too. More proof, uh, by the way, with the Vikings, the, exactly what I said we said when um, the injury to Dalvin Cook went down was McKinnon and Murray. Well, actually, after you know, Murray wasn't the guy and it was McKinnon for a couple of weeks that these guys were just going to kind of go back and forth. They're just sharing the load here. So they're at best flex options. McKinnon has proven himself a little bit more worthy because he is the receiving option. So in PPR, he is definitely more startable than Murray, but you know, next week it'll be Murray. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to flip flop. And like you said, McKinnon was big in this one next week, it'll be Murray. So, uh, I, you know, Murray wasn't horrible. He had 39 yards and, uh, you know, eight receiving yards. So he yeah. was okay, but that's that sucks. You know, especially coming out off the week that he had. Like you said, Diggs came back. He wasn't very effective, but he did see uh, 43 pass attempts. So that, I was kind of surprised that he wasn't that effective in 43 pass attempts. Only four catches for 27 yards. I think that it's obvious that he's not 100% yet. Yeah, I mean, I think that's been pretty made clear. And other than that, there's nothing else, except you did say, I haven't followed up on it or even looked, but any more Josh uh, Josh Gordon Instagrams or Snapchats? Where the hell he's nope. going? Nope. nope, haven't seen anything. No big news, like he said. No, it's uh, week eight, mm. and Josh Gordon is still nowhere to be found. <sighs> Come on, Josh. This is a week. Halfway through trade deadline. the season. Trade deadline stuff. Trade deadline is Tuesday, by the way, if everyone doesn't remember. This is it. This is where we're getting Josh Gordon. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. Uh, anything <laughs> else on this horrible game? No, go to the next one. All right, uh, Raiders and the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills won 34-14. Derek Carr had 300 yards passing, but two picks and a touchdown. DeAndre Washington was the leading rusher with six for 26 yards. Jalen Rashard had 21 yards. And, of course, uh, Alawali uh, was the sniper with the touchdown <laughs> on two carries and three yards. Michael Crabtree was five for 83. DeAndre Washington, eight for 62 and a touchdown. This is what we kind of thought of him a long time ago. And Amari Cooper was kind of back to his old business. Ten targets but five catches for 48 yards. Not much to uh, speak of. Tyrod Taylor, 165 passing and a touchdown. Also had a rushing touchdown. LaShawn McCoy is back. LaShawn uh, had 27 carries on 151 yard rushing, 151 yards rushing and a touchdown. And the receiving end, of course, it was Andre Holmes who had 51 yards and a touchdown. Jay, Zay Jones showed up. Uh, was able to say Joe was actually able to catch three passes on five targets. It didn't take 12 targets and LaShawn McCoy caught six balls in this game. So LaShawn McCoy is the truth. The Raiders are uh, really tough to watch whether Marshawn Lynch is on the team or not. It's funny because uh, I was watching uh, obviously the Steelers pregame stuff on Sunday night football and uh, Rodney Harrison, even though he is annoying and uh, I wish they'd get just anybody else for Sunday night football. But uh, no, I'd rather <laughs> just proving the point. <laughs> OK, you're right. You're right. Jerry Rice. Uh, at least Rodney Harrison's well-spoken. He's like, I don't understand why Oakland isn't running the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody does. Amazing analysis. Does. You, you know, that's like John you know Madden many- stuff. Like they got to score to win the game. Like, OK. 
Well, he it, he was basically he was crapping on Carr a little bit. He's like, "Why do we just let Derek Carr uh, get away with games like this?" And that's nobody a good point. says that's anything. A great, that's great analysis. He says nobody says anything about it. We make up excuses for him. We say all this kind of stuff for him. He's having bad games all over the place. Do uh, you know how many rushes you said for the Raiders? Because we we chickened this. Oh, did we? We chickened, uh, and you won. Uh, well, I don't remember what I said. You said seventeen. They had fourteen. And that was you knew Lynch wasn't playing, and you lowballed it, and you said seventeen, and they only had fourteen. They threw the ball forty-nine times in this game, forty-nine times, and stupid Cooper could manage five catches for forty-eight yards. Incredible. Richard caught the ball five times. Like they they spread the ball around. Uh, DeAndre Washington had eight catches, so they got to start running the damn ball. They're just, but they're not they're going to. Game. They're just not like like. How can they not? But we're going into week nine saying this team's got to start running the ball. It's not going to happen. This is like old school. What the Arizona Cardinals did like when they had no back. It was like oh they got. They're not going to. They're just going to throw it fifty five times. Fired then, right? Absolutely. Why not? Sure. Okay. Yeah. They're, well, they're they're going to Vegas, aren't they? They are not next year. I think the yeah, year after. They don't need. To, yeah. That's why you fire him. You get your new coach in, so he's in his second year going into the new stadium. That Jack Del Rio is not for the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, he's got to go. I mean, they it, or the offensive coordinator has to go. Something has to go because he can't be throwing the ball fifty times. Buffalo's a good defense. They're playing at home. I, 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 you know, I kept looking at this game and I switched it about ten minutes before the game started and I picked Oakland. Big mistake. I don't know why I did that. I should have gone with my gut. Um, Tyrod Taylor, uh, we got the game manager over the quote unquote good quarterback in this one. That surprised me a little bit because Taylor didn't do much. I mean, he had one rushing yard, so it's not like he killed him. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, just 27 rushes and, uh, six catches led the team, uh, both again. Uh, LaShawn McCoy is going to wear out. I think, um, we'll this see. game been... was very strange. Um, are you, are you back on, are you Zay Jones? Are you, are no. you there? Nope. I don't believe any of it. Now, I mean, he completed 20 passes. Three of them went to Zay. Uh, he had an okay day, but 32 yards. You know, that's not that's not a wide receiver three. That's not a flex. So even in PPR, I'm not doing it. I'm not falling for it. I'm not falling for that trick. That's like, you know <laughs> what that is? That's like Pennywise in the gutter being like, hello, well, I, I have catchable Zay Jones balls out here. You should join me, would you? Won't you? No, I'm not going to go down there. I'm not going to join you, uh, Penny Jones. It's not going to work. It's not going to work, Zay Wise. I don't believe you. I never will believe you. You are a monster. Well, you know, they get a quarterback in there next year. They they draft they draft um they draft Sam Darnold, then I'll start believing in the wide receivers there. But until then, I ain't big enough any of them. All right. Well, hopefully the Bengals learn how to draft offensive linemen because it is gross, but they did win. Bengals won twenty four to twenty three against the Indianapolis horses. Jacoby Brissett had 20, 233 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Frank Gore kind of showed up, 16 for 82. Marlon Mack only had 27 yards rushing, but he had three catches, 36 yards receiving, and a touchdown. My guy, Zach Doyle, who every week I want to call the number one tight end. Zach Doyle. Was that? Get his name Jack right. Doyle. Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle. I'm sorry. I got all <laughs> pumped up. Uh, Jack Doyle. Zach Ertz. Yeah, that's probably. 12 catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown. T.Y. Hilton's a problem. We'll talk about that in a second. Mm -hmm. Cincinnati Bengals, Andy Dalton, 243 and two touchdowns. Joe Mixon only got 18 yards, and it took him 11 carries to do it. He had a big catch, though. Yeah, I mean, that's good, but he's just nothing on the rushing end. On the receiving end, he was the leader, three catches for 91 yards. A.J. Green only could muster three for 27, but he did have a touchdown, as well did Josh Malone. Is that That's like post-Malone. 
My <laughs> mama called. called. I got the touchdown. Somebody was like, just like everyone predicted it, uh, Josh Malone gets his first catch before uh, John Ross does. Yeah, well, and Alex, and at one point, Alex Erickson was the leading rusher with 14 yards, just pointing that out. So Josh Malone, Post Malone, and Alec Erickson were the leaders at one point for the Bengals. Uh, Joe Mixon's a little um, <laughs> uh, Dude, uh, I, w- I wish you could have seen a lot of this game because every time there was something that went wrong, right, he, he would snap his head back and look at the air and throw his arms up like a little kid. You know yeah. what I wish? Like, oh, false start. Oh, Andy Dalton missed that pass. Ah, oh, I wish the Bengals, stuff. I wish Marvin Lewis would get like Adam Gase. Just call these MFers out. This is horrible performances on the rushing in week in and week out. Is It's not a play calling issue. They try to run. They ran 21 times. This isn't working. It is really bad. And I don't know if this players, if it's play calling, but the rushing for the Bengals cannot the be trusted. Line. It cannot it's, it's be trusted line. ever. Line is horrible. Did you see? Uh, did you see Bell uh, get into Joe Mixon a little bit this weekend? I saw that there was some. Yeah, he, there was some chirping going on. So uh, Joe Mixon uh, tweeted something along the lines of, "I th- I just think I can do way more than Levy and Bell. So I I just I think I can be better." And Bell on Twitter said, "For someone who feels they can do way more." than I can. Sure seems like you want to be me. Trying to mimic my run style, my first down celebration. Now mm. you wear an arm sleeve on your left arm and went to the mismatched gloves, too. LOL, just change your number from 28 to 26 while you're at it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty, pretty funny. funny. But yeah. I, not even because of that. I mean, you know, Joe Mixon has had many, many problems, but he's got to change his attitude. He should be a choir boy. Okay, He should be choir boy from now on. If he wants to be taken seriously. Second half of the season, especially for fantasy, starts next week. Starts this coming week. Can you trust Joe Mixon in the second half of the season? It's a whole think of it as a whole new season. We've gone through eight games. It's now eight games left. Can you trust Joe Mixon? Do you think the Bengals will make a the concerted effort? He's that, a flex option. At best. At best. I, that that's like you know he's gonna get volume. So you can play that game, but that's it. Like okay, would I got you rather you. have I was just okay, about to ahead. do a rather for you. You have Joe Mixon. And someone offers you Alex Collins. Uh, I think I'm going to keep mixing just for the volume play because I don't know what's going to happen right? when and if Danny Woodhead comes back. Barely. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's close. That's a fair trade. If somebody did that, I wouldn't be like, man, you got ripped off. I'd be like, all right, I get it. Yeah, not in a keeper, but in a, in a no, redraft one. Yeah, sure. No, yeah. The Bengals are going to draft offensive linemen. It's going to get better, but... Uh, I don't know. I, you know, Joe, Joe Mixon was frustrated at all the penalties and all this stuff, and he missed a couple blocks. He missed a couple wide open holes. So he, he's not, uh, he's not, uh, unblameable for this. He should be held accountable too. What do you do with uh, T.Y. Hilton? Trade him. If you can, I what, do. What, the what, what, I mean, what are you getting? Um, <laughs> You can get Alex Collins. <laughs> the Alex Collins episode. Um, T.Y. Hilton's a problem. He's a big problem. He's a problem. I just is it Jacoby Brissett or is it is it Hilton? I just don't think Jack Doyle is going to get twelve catches every game. So you know well, we know uh, Hilton's Bengals not going to. Decent, the Bengals have a pretty decent secondary, so I don't think I'd be too worried about him. But the Colts are willing to move him, so I think I ca- kind of almost want to hold on to him. Just to see if that happens. 
I don't if know. If they moved him somewhere good, that'd be great. If they moved him to you know, even Chicago, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, if a move happened, that would be nice. But I don't know. I mean, Hilton, at this point, I'm very comfortable selling low. You know, if you can say, say uh, sell name recognition. Like, I would sell Hilton for Thielen in, like, a heartbeat at this point. Well, no one's going to do that. No, Thielen's I'm just saying, like, but if you, could name, if you could sell name recognition, I would do that in a heartbeat. You're absolutely right. It's, this is probably going to— trade gonna, him for Kenny, your boy Kenny Stills? No, but I got I got a better one for I'd you. Would you trade T.Y. Hilton for Juju Smith-Schuster? Yeah. I would. I would take, I, I would take Juju all day long. I They're would. actually throwing the ball in Pittsburgh. So All right. Uh, all right, there you go. Let's go to the New England Patriots against the Los Angeles Clippers and the weak Blake Griffin offense because the Patriots won 21-13 to on the Clippers end. Phillip Rivers had 212 yards with the touchdown. Melvin Gordon, though, uh, Melvin Gordon, though, had, uh, was it, a 89, 95-yard? 87-yard touchdown. Everything I didn't say. 14 carries yeah. for 132 yards. He also had a touchdown. Uh, Travis Benjamin had 64 yards and a touchdown. Keenan Allen, 4 for 61, kind of a common Keenan Allen game it seems like now Tom Brady 333 with a touchdown Deion Lewis was the leading rusher kind of like you talked about he's he's kind of the go-to guy right now only 44 yards rushing though nobody else worth speaking of James White led in uh, receiving yards again for the Patriots five for 85 Rex Burkhead had seven for 68 Hogan five for 60 Gronk five for 57 and a touchdown even Brandon Cooks got five catches but only 26 yards what do you think about this one uh, well, did you see the gif I posted on, uh, on the group me room? It was the, um, the Pulp Fiction when the guy comes in guns blazing, shooting it at Jules and, uh, and, uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. I don't know why my brain is not John working today. Yeah, well, John Travolta's Jules, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, Samuel Jackson. Uh, so, yeah, he, who just plays Samuel L. Jackson in every movie anyway. Yeah. But, uh, he comes in shooting and he misses him. And I said, I think said, when you have eight teams and your opponents have zero shares of Melvin Gordon after that run, (laughs) it's a miracle. It's It's a miracle. miracle. Uh, There's so much like number one, I think doing the Patriots defense has kind of figured out what their problems were. So uh, because Philip Rivers can put up some points and he didn't in this game. Um, And uh, Hunter Henry with the disappearing act again, two catches for 11. He He looked good. Yeah, he is a total magician. Him and uh, Chris Angel all up in this. (laughs) Houdini, they're gone quicker than the Statue of Liberty. Um, Brady really spread it around. Five players with at least five catches in this game. Burkhead led with seven. Gronk got the touchdown. So that's just the way that the cookie's going to crumble. And did you see the dumbest play Yep. That you've ever seen. You oh, yeah, saw the that part return. Oh, yeah, the part return where he, uh, Travis Benjamin, he bobbled it. And then he's like, hey, let's run back 12 yards and then let's get a safety. You, you idiot. So stupid. I mean, that could have been, this game was fairly close 21 to 13. That could have been the difference in the game. So, how much I would, I wish there was a camera on the special teams coach because they've got to be going like, you have one job. Don't go backwards. That's all <laughs> you need to do. Don't go backwards there. Just get out of bounds. Take the ball. Get out of bounds. What are you doing? It's so stupid. It's so stupid. I will tell you, though, the Patriots are your PPR friends. That is just a gimme. With Tom Brady, if you're in PPR, you can find a lot of hidden value in there. Rex Burkhead will get his catches. James White, obviously, was a a pretty low-end drafted player that is just everyone's reaping the benefits on. They are PPR darlings. Outside of that, you know, it's really a crapshoot. But the five guys having five catchers or more, that's pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, it's nice. It just kind of 
if you're the owner of these guys, you kind of wish it'd be two dudes, right? Well, of you course you would. Cooks and Gronk and. Those are the guys. Yeah, well, I mean, all I was, maybe I didn't clarify what I was trying to say. What I was trying to say is there's just lots of value sitting in there. There's not, um, there's not Joe Flacco elite players, you know, like you're saying. There's not <laughs> two guys that are standouts where you're like, whoa. But, you know, there are guys that you could maybe pick off off the wire. <laughs> That's Keanu? my Whoa. Whoa. I started, by the way, I haven't finished it. Maybe I'll finish it tonight, though I'm getting stuck into Stranger Things 2. I was watching John Wick 2. So far, eh. Not liking it as much as John Wick 1, but I still got half the movie. And then uh, if I can break away from Stranger Things 2. We'll see. I don't know if that'll happen. All right, next game up, it is the Saints and the Chicago Bears. Saints won 20-12. Mitchell Trubisky, 164 and a pick. Jordan Howard, another 100-yard rushing game, 23 for 102. Uh, Trubisky had 53 yards rushing. And, of course, Cohen did nothing except uh, vulture a touchdown. That's always fun. Trey McBride the third was the leading receiver, <laughs> three for ninety-two. Kendall Wright two for twenty-three, and everybody else who even cares? Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives it? Uh, Drew Brees was two ninety-nine. Nothing else. Mark Ingram eighteen for seventy-five and a touchdown. Alvin Kamara also had a touchdown, but Melvin uh, Mark Ingram does like to fumble because he did that twice. God, I yep. couldn't believe that. Yep. Michael Thomas seven for seventy-seven. Uh, seven for seventy-seven. Ted Ginn two for sixty-eight. Uh, Brandon Coleman had a fifty-four yarder. Kamara had. 48 yards, and Mark Ingram did catch six balls. Did I say he also fumbled twice? Yeah, I mean, this is probably going to lead to a little bit more of Alvin Kamara, don't you think? I mean, can't be putting the ball on the ground. You know, they got lucky. They they were lucky to beat Chicago at home. Chicago is a better team than people give them credit for. The defense is strong. They just have, like, no weapons. I know that they're one of the teams. Trey McBride the third, Bogman. Wasn't he trying corner? to get Martavis? Uh, Wasn't Trey McBride a corner? Am I, I am I wrong on this? Then there's like a million McBrides. So yeah, Danny McBride? probably one of them. <laughs> Danny McBride. <laughs> I don't think he looks like the NFL. McBride. I must be wrong on this. I must be totally wrong. I thought Trey McBride was a cornerback at one point, but I, I guess I must be. Eh, he did play. I don't know. I don't know. I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But yeah, he's the he's the big star there. Trey McBride, Danny McBride. It's like those gifts, you know, where it's like Paul. You know, did you see the Lonzo Ball one? It was like it was like Chris Paul, uh, John Wall. Uh, da, 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 don't care with a cigarette in the mouth. That's what <laughs> this one was. Okay. Uh, horrible description like... of it, by the way. I, I, that was the worst description I could have given of a meme, and that was me giving you horrible meme descriptions. Trey McBride looks like he was a. Originally a tight end. Oh, okay. So exactly the opposite. You don't go from corner to tight end. Uh, no. Nah, well, he was on the Titans. Looks like he might have been recruited as a tight end okay. a while ago. Or there's just another Trey McBride, which wouldn't be. There's a lot of McBrides, man. It's yeah. a common name. Okay. So, okay. Somebody lives. There's somebody listening to this right now whose name is McBride. And they're so, probably really you know. excited. They're like, hey, I know that guy. Yeah, totally. That's my cousin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, the receiving end, Michael Thomas is still fine. He's still been good. Ted Ginn has been interesting the last couple of weeks. Brandon Coleman always seems to kind of do something. But he had the most snaps, Coleman did, out of out of everybody. I mean, than- he's sneaky to me. He's a, And Willie Sneed, by the way. Where was Willie Sneed? Four snaps. Nothing. Not good. Willie Sneed has been overtaken by Brandon Coleman. I think they like Don't him better suspended. in the offense. Don't get suspended. Someone will take your job. Well, Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn essentially took his role, and they're not going to take Brandon Coleman off of his role, so they've got two big options with their speed guy, and they don't need Willie Sneed. Also, don't talk a whole lot of smack uh, during the week and then get benched. Someone will take your role. We'll get to that later. That's a a fantastic point. Uh, Anything else to cover in this, like, super awesome game? Uh, (laughs) 
I, I this it was a fun game to watch just because it was close, and the rest of these games were such garbage. A lot of these games were close garbage. at the end, so they were good, but they were really boring leading up to the end. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, they were able to uh, uh, keep the Jets from getting another win. Three and five Jets now. 25 to 20. Matt Ryan, 254 and two touchdowns. Tevin Coleman was a leader. 14 for 82. I think Freeman got hurt in this game. Uh, he had 12 for 41. Uh, Mohamed Sanu, six for 74 and a touchdown. Julio, three for 74. And Austin Hooper, four for 47 and a touchdown, as well as a uh, easily dropped another touchdown, which would have been great in the league that I picked him up in. Josh McCowan continues to have value. He is a poor man's Alex Smith at this point. 257 and two touchdowns. Bilal Powell was the leader, of course, because why not? Four for 33 rushing. Nobody else did anything. And on the receiving end, Robbie Anderson came out. Six for 104 and a touchdown. Matt Forte, as you always have said, will be the leader um, for running backs at receiving with six for 45. Bilal Powell had three catches as well. And Eric Tomlinson, because sure, had a touchdown too. Uh, Matt Forte after the game talking some smack and I think he had a great point because he's like yeah the whole week we knew this weather was going to be nasty and it was nasty it was really hard looked like cold cold rain coming down in New York and you know the Jets have won three in a row they look like a pretty decent team they lost this game by five points and they didn't run the ball that much Uh, a lot of people were like well hey why is Matt Forte saying that they're running the ball because he's a running back and he wants to run the ball. And he even gave that up, but he said somebody should have had 20 rushes. And that somebody would have been Bilal Powell had it been someone in this game. So Forte would have actually seen less work if they were going he's to right, run though. the ball more. Dude, all, he, any they player, should have. All these players are going to tell you, I mean, everybody wants to get in the game, but all these players are going to tell you, like, these guys need to build momentum. When you give a guy, when you give a guy nine carries... They're not going to build momentum. And then you just go to the next guy. Let these guys break one. That's what's made running back so great in the NFL is you could have, you know, 15 carries that are okay. And then all of a sudden, dude is going to break it out. You know, they've really got a rhythm. They can see how the defense is moving. They can see how their offensive line is building holes. And the NFL is just, it doesn't provide that anymore for most players. Unless you're, you know, Melvin Gordon or LaShawn McCoy or Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, there's not a lot of bell cow backs, but at least run the ball a little bit more. I think that's a thing that a lot of NFL teams should go a little bit back to. Also, Josh McCown, like you said, I was looking at his stats. He had three touchdowns in his first four games. He's had nine in the last four games. So he's just putting it together, man. He's definitely a waiver wire option if you're desperate for a quarterback. He's looking really good. Dude, I mean, he's he's one of the best streamable options at this point. I'm telling you, he is like a, a poor man's Alex Smith, a guy that you would just serve as like no better than a game manager who is, you know, he's not making mistakes. And at this point, we'll take that. You know, if you're not making mistakes and you are being able to make guys like Robbie Anderson and Jermaine Kirsch look good, there's something to that. I agree. There's uh, some type of value. Let's go to a team that has very little value. That's the 49ers, my team, 0-8. <laughs> uh, suck for Saquon, hashtag. Uh, they lost, of course, to the Eagles 33-10. to C.J. Beathard sucks all the ass. All the ass, as a matter of fact. 167, two picks and a touchdown. He was a leading rusher for 40 yards. Uh, Carlos Hyde should be traded because he had 25 yards rushing. And Breida had 17. Cool. Uh, Breida was also the re- leading receiver. So just everybody's like leading at positions they're not at. 39 yards and a touchdown. 
And Pierre Garçon, he got hurt, two for 17. Everyone else sucked ass. On the Eagles, of course, they dominated. Uh, Carson Wentz wasn't amazing, though, as you would have expected. 211, two touchdowns and a pick. Corey Clement was a leading rusher, okay, 54 yards. LeGarrette <laughs> Blunt had a touchdown on 16 carries for 48 yards. And on the receiving end, Alshon Jeffrey, 62 yards and a touchdown. Zach Ertz, not Zach Doyle as we said before, four for 34 and a touchdown. And that's about all that you can speak of of the offense. It wasn't the offensive uh, juggernaut of a game that it kind of maybe looks like the Eagles would have been on paper, but it's just the 49ers are just atrocious. And nobody's safe to start for the Niners. I mean, it's just, it's brutal. Not one. There's not one know, player that you could feel comfortable putting out there. I know Garcon went out. Goodwin didn't play, but, uh, you know, Brieta being your leading uh receiver in a game where you're down Niners dude Niners just lost just Staley they um they just lost uh who's they just a bit the big thing I don't know if everyone followed it and not that anyone cares Eric Reed they've transferred from a safety to a linebacker and he's cool with the move but he also like he's publicly stated "Mm, I don't know if the Niners even want me here he's gone he's gonna be gone he doesn't want to be here and then he's publicly fighting with Troy Vincent who former cornerback who is the uh, NFLPA president who like his statements got leaked where they said John Lynch, if Eric Reed uh, kneels, don't bother coming to this meeting, uh, this players meeting. And Eric Reed is calling out the PA. The Niners got so much other garbage going on. It is huh. a crap show. They lost another defensive player. They've already lost a lot of their defensive players this year. They're cutting them. They, I'm telling you, it is a travesty if on Tuesday, Halloween day, they have not made one or two moves. Carlos Hyde should be off of this team. Brandon Hoyer, Trade him to somebody that can use him. Pierre Garçon should Hoyer. be gone. Brian Hoyer. Did I say what did I say? Brendan Hoyer. I don't even know. I don't even care. <laughs> trade them all. I'm I'm I, I'm like seeing light here. I'm enraged in this. Like you know where like the light just takes over your eyes. You don't even know what's going on. This yeah. team is so bad. They're Tell me where so the win bad. is. Uh, they got the Cardinals nope. and then the Giants. I mean, the Cardinals is actually honestly that would probably be the one because isn't that uh, in San Francisco? Uh, yep. I'll throw that out here. That could be the stinky one, but that's the next one, though. That's the next one. The Cardinals are coming off of bye weeks. They have two weeks to prep. Yeah, no way. No zero chance. Uh, Giants. Hmm? That's at home. That maybe. Maybe. Probably not. Right. And they have the bye, and then uh, Seattle uh, at home. No. No. Uh, Chicago on the road. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, At Houston. No. Tennessee. I'll say no. Uh, Jacksonville. Definitely not. And at the Rams. Nope. It's uh, Bears. That's it. So the Bears, Giants, Cardinals are all maybe, maybes, probably not. I don't know if your Niners win a game. First, I'm, first, I'm telling you, they're going to have the first pick. And then they're not going to take well, the Browns, Saquon Barkley. Browns are in there, too. Browns uh, could also not win a game. They're going to win one. Against the Steelers. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? If they win week 17 against the Steelers because the Steelers are playing Josh Dobbs at quarterback because they're resting all their starters because they already have home field advantage in the playoffs, I'm more than willing to give up a win to the Browns. That's very, that's very true. You will definitely take that. Uh, Corey Clement, you actually mentioned him weeks ago to people that he would be a player that you would speculatively pick up. Do you feel even better or is it just like, you know, whatever? Well, I feel better, but this game kind of got out of hand. Like I, I mentioned... Uh, I, I believe in the starts that uh, LeGarrette Blunt was my surprise start because I figured that the Eagles were going to be up in this game and they would run the crap out of the ball, which they did. They did run a lot of, uh, you know, they had a lot of rushes. Blunt had 16, Clement had 10, uh, but they were up so much that Blunt didn't need to play, so they played Corey Clement. So I don't yeah. think this is going to be an every week type of thing, but 
you know, if you're in a deeper league, it's always okay to speculate on a running back, right? So sure. why not? I might even speculate, just throwing this out here, even though we just said this, if you're in a deep league, I might speculate picking up Taylor with the 49ers if they were to make a move and trade like a Marquise Goodwin or a Pierre Garçon. Just throwing that out there. But like, you know what? Save yourself the trouble. Save yourself the heartache and don't even bother. Let's go to the Panthers and the Buccaneers. The uh, Panthers won 17-3 to against the Bucs, and the Bucs were at home. Cam Newton, 154, a touchdown and a pick. He also led the way with 44 yards rushing. Jonathan Stewart had a touchdown on 34 yards. And Christian McCaffrey continues to suck everything at rushing, but he's always your leading receiver, 5 for 49. Kelvin Benjamin had a touchdown on 39 yards. And on the Bucs end, Jameis Winston, 210, no touchdowns and two picks. Doug Martin was, he was fine, 18 for 71. On the receiving end, Cameron Brait, 4 for 64. Mike Evans, 5 for 60. Uh, your boy, O.J. Howard, 2 for 16. And uh, it's, uh, it's about nothing really exciting here. Winston uh, lost a fumble. There was nothing that was offensively explosive about this game, this divisional game. It uh, kind of sucked. Yeah, it's a terrible game. I hope he started uh, one of these defenses, uh, people out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Panthers' offense emulated the Niners' offense in this game, and they won. It's amazing. Uh, they won 17-3. Cam Newton was the leading rusher, just like C.J. Beathard, and a running back, McCaffrey, was the leading receiver. So they just wound up with a couple touchdowns that the Niners didn't, and they also got to play Tampa Bay, who was ugly. I mean, Jameis Winston had three turnovers. It's disgusting. You know, um, two picks and a fumble, only 13 rushing yards. I don't know what they got to do to get together in Tampa, but they got to do something. I don't even know what there to is to. Yeah, I don't even know what there is to talk about right now. I mean, there. I think there's. Um, let me ask you this: Would you consider moving Mike Evans? And like, what low? I know you would. That's that's kind of a dumb question, but like, what's the value on Mike Evans? I don't think I would move him just because for the, the value that, is going to be perceived. Low? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be too low, and I I feel like Winston is going to get back into rhythm at some point. Obviously, it's not this week, but he's going to get into rhythm. And uh, Evans is going to be a benefactor of that. And that is going to be, you know, down the stretch when you're in crunch time. Okay, I don't let, think I would trade Mike Evans. Do you have anything else on this game? No, go to the next game. Okay. Let, let, and I, let, I want to come back to Evans here in a second. Uh, this game, though, this is the best game of the week. Houston Texans against the Seattle Seahawks and what you would think would be maybe this, like, defensive struggle. It sure wasn't. 21 to 10. Yeah, 38 to 41, the Seahawks won. Deshaun Watson had 400 yards passing and four touchdowns. What? Of course he did. But he had three picks. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the negative. Uh, He also had 67 yards rushing and led the way. Lamar Miller had 21 carries, 54 yards, and a touchdown. Alfred Blue was in, and Deontay Foreman did not do anything whatsoever. No carries. No carries. Nope. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, though, 8 for 224 and a touchdown. (laughs) Will Fuller... Got two more touchdowns, five for 125. Oh, my God. Uh, on the Seahawks end, uh, Russell Wilson also had four touchdowns, 452 with one pick. I think I had him as a bust this week. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson, uh, 30 yards rushing, nobody else. I mean, literally, Thomas Rawls and Eddie Lacy combined for 12 carries, negative one yards. That's incredible. Tyler Lockett, <laughs> um, he led the way, six for 121. But Paul Richardson, six for 105 and two touchdowns. Trey Madden had a uh, touchdown or had a uh, one reception for 66 yards and Doug Baldwin I caught forgot, six balls. I forgot that Trey Madden was alive. I, I, mean, I, I don't even know who that is. Trey Madden uh, played running back at USC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm back. I'm back. I was about to say, <laughs> is it the USC guy? I'm totally back. So I'm going to come back to the question. 
Would you trade Mike Evans for DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that so that's what I meant by coming down. Mike Evans was perceived as, you know, top three or four receiver overall. I think coming back down off of Hopkins, that's coming down a little but bit, but I think that's I an appropriate move. I I do too, but I don't think any DeAndre Hopkins owner is gonna trade you Hopkins for not him. after this game. No, of course not. Uh did you know that Will Fuller has uh, let's see. Let me count them up here. That is uh, 13 receptions and seven touchdowns. That's amazing. Are you sure that's it? I felt I thought he had like eight or nine. No, he seven? had uh, two against Tennessee, two against Kansas City, one against Cleveland, and two against Seattle. That's in four games. He has seven. That's touchdowns. crazy. That's crazy. And I was on here. I'm like, who's looking at 15? Uh, he might. He might now. <laughs> he was halfway there, and it's halfway it's through him, the season. And in college football, it's David Sills who has 15. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, Will Fuller is, I mean, he, at this point, you, you can start him as a wide receiver three. He's, he's got to be started every week. Yeah. Um, you can't not start him. No, no, you can't, especially with the way Deshaun Watson's playing. I mean, Deshaun Watson he's so good. is incredible. I mean, the three uh, picks is a problem, but I mean. It is, and it, they were rookie mistakes, too. They were staring down receivers. And so. he, I mean, he lowered his value. I mean, when you look at 400 yards passing, four touchdowns, you're like, whoa. But, you know, he lowered that back down with the three picks. That's going to hurt you. But, um, I mean, he is, I'm excited. Who do you want next season, just real quick, Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson? Mm. I want Watson. Yeah, I probably want Watson. Uh, I mean, Russell still. I mean, look, Russell had a better game. Yeah, no, four hundred fifty-two no yards and four touchdowns and only one pick, and he had thirty yards rushing. So, uh, Russell still had the better game. I just feel like Seattle has to like sign a bunch of linemen and and like they got to get better on the line. They're going to trade for Dwayne Brown. I think that's you know that's a big one. Dwayne Brown just came back from the suspension. He's already talking smack about Bob McNair. Like that needs to get done. He needs to leave. So. I, I think they're going to get better. Um, but Deshaun Watson, though. I mean, dude's already Rookie of the Year. Yep. I don't, I don't know if any. Well, Kareem Hunt. Leonard Fournette? Kareem Hunt? And Leonard Fournette. What? Eh? 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 Hmm? I, who do you give it to right now? You had to pick. If Watson, um, if they get to the playoffs, the Texans do, it's got to be Watson, hands down. I think it's already Watson. I think, I like I think it might be right. Too. I, uh, but I think Kansas City is good. Because uh, Alex Smith's play, obviously Kareem Hunt is a huge factor. I'm not going to say that he's not, but uh, and I think Jacksonville is really good because of the defense. Yeah. So uh, and I think Deshaun Watson is making Houston. He's making Houston great again. Uh, all right, uh, two more games here to talk about: the Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Redskins, and the Cowboys won 33 to 19. Dak had 143 yards passing and didn't do anything else. Elliott 33 carries, 150 yards, and two touchdowns. Des Bryant only four for 39 and nothing else really to speak of on the Dallas front. Kirk Cousins, 263, a touchdown, a pick. Rob Kelly only had 19 yards rushing. He was a leader and did get a touchdown. Jamison Crowder, uh, uh, just of course, you know, I, I thought Dallas would hone in on Jamison Crowder, but that's what Kirk Cousins did. Nine for 123. Chris Thompson, uh, another good, valuable game for PPR, eight for 76. Uh, he, yeah, he did fumble. That's a good point. Jordan Reed, we talked about. Josh Doxson, he had one catch for a touchdown. Terrell Pryor had one target and nothing else. Terrell Pryor is trash. Yeah, I mean, it's over for Terrell Pryor. They, you know, Done. He's signed like a one-year, $6 million deal. Why Why wouldn't you trade him to try and get something for him? Get a sixth-round pick. Get a you know, seventh-round pick. Get something. You know? I don't know. But well, who's he helping? Who's he, who are they trading him to? Like, who wants Terrell? Nobody wants Terrell Pryor. Chicago. The Browns, the Browns, maybe. But why would they Chicago, want him? Chicago, Cleveland, somebody. 
Yeah, but it's a one year. What's the point? You you want a controllable asset? Well, because you could uh, number one, you could franchise him if they play if he plays well down the stretch. Not that you want to pay him that much money, or um, he might be an RFA, so he might come with some compensation. I'm not 100 percent sure on uh, that. Joe but, uh, he's yeah, he's not good. It's not working out. So I mean, and you trade him to give somebody else. Who'd you rather have, Trail Pryor or Zay Jones? <sighs> Trail Pryor. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gross. It's is, not uh, good. Okay, I got an idea. Do you hear what this is? Do you know what that is? Oh, it's the coin. It's the coin. That's right. I'm just uh, spinning it here just to get it warmed up here because Ed's, we are going to ask: Is Ed's Ezekiel so Elliott going to play in Week Nine? He's going to play. Are you ready? Yep. You, you know the suspension stuff. He's going to do his hearing on Monday as we're as you're listening to this. Gonna play. He's going to be there. So heads he plays, tails he does not play. Right? Yeah, heads I win, tails you lose. Let's go. Okay. Well, I'm not saying he's going to get suspended. I'm just I'm asking. <laughs> here. Mm. Trusty Coin says he is not going to play in Week Nine. Well, he's going to play. Okay. So just putting it out there. Trusty Coin says he will not play in Week Nine. So maybe the coin maybe the coin's having an off day. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see. Ooh, okay, another one. Trail Pryor. Will he ever do anything ever? Heads, he doesn't. Tails, he doesn't. <laughs> and, oh, it's spinning too much. Heads, he doesn't. Okay, there you go. Oh, It'll never be worth anything. Nothing ever again. That's amazing. Nope, it was like uh, Harvey Dent. It wasn't going any other way no matter what. Anything else to talk about in this game? I mean, Jameson nope. Crowder is the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. Let's go to the best game uh, of the week. Well, guess what? Also, this game had the murder of the week. That is right, because the Pittsburgh Steelers won 20-15. to 15. Eh, That's not super exciting, unless you're a Steelers fan, of course. Ben Roethlisberger, nothing particularly great. 317, touchdown a pick. Le'Veon Bell, eh, he's fine. 25 for 76 and a touchdown. <laughs> Antonio Brown, oh, 5 for 70. Okay, I don't know. Here's the murder. All of the Lions and anybody that doubted Team Juju, because Juju <laughs> Smith-Schuster, 7 for 193 and a touchdown. Bogman in art. Uh, we have a low 10-man keeper league. I picked him up this week, and I started him. You started him? him? I started wow. him. I started him. Nice. I put him in there. I'm. He is never coming off my roster, because Juju Smith-Schuster is murdering fools. The Lions, Matthew Stafford, and he hit 423 yards. Um, it, I would love to know, what is the highest passing yards total game that did not accumulate a touchdown you, or a pick? We were talking about this. This was the third highest offensive total without a touchdown in NFL history. Okay, that's cool. I wasn't watching the game, so I didn't hear about that. So I, I imagine you look at that and everyone's like, oh, what the hell? Well, what was the highest? Was it like 500 yards or something? It must have been. I, you know, they didn't like show a graphic or anything, but they just said that this was the third highest. That's so. crazy. Amir uh, Abdullah only 27 yards rushing. Theo Riddick 21 yards rushing. Marvin Jones was the big guy here. Uh, 128 yards receiving on six catches. T.J. Jones four for 88. Golden Tate seven for 86. And that is about all she wrote. This game was nothing more. Then the Juju Smith-Schuster, you know what he did? I wish he would have walked over and just did a suck it to Martavis Bryant. Like, suck this. You're better than this. No, you're not, Martavis Bryant. Get off my effing team. Nah, well, I mean, that's just not. Get off my team. Did you did you see his celebration? No, I didn't. I know he said so, he had one planned. So he scored, I don't know if you saw the touchdown, it was 97-yarder. Yeah, no big so deal. So ben, ben had just missed a couple uh, over the middle, and Collinsworth had just got, this, hap- this has happened like, 
a bunch of times with Collinsworth, and it's really funny because I, you know, Collinsworth is a decent analyst. He'd be kind of he's the uh, create. He, by the way, his his uh, term alone created in this league because Chris Collinsworth right. oh, in this league you got to pass the ball to Juju Smith this or league, win. Yeah, according to yeah, against the other leagues that yeah. where you could pass. The, the, yeah, exactly the UFA. But, yeah, the UFL. Uh, you know, he was talking about how Ben was missing over the middle. He's like, God, I just I don't know what's happening. I don't know why he's missing. <laughs> and then 97-yard touchdown. <laughs> Ball's on the three. Uh, ben takes a snap in the end zone, uh, hits Juju over the middle, and he just zips past everybody. And then he ran to the sideline, and they, you know, they had those exercise bikes over there, and he grabbed a lock out of a bag and then wrapped it around the exercise bike. Yes. Yes. <laughs> It was a pretty good one. There's also one where Lev scored his touchdown and uh, some guy like uh, laid on the ground and he acted like he was pumping iron and the offensive linemen were spotting him. That was a pretty good. Uh, <laughs> it was a pretty good one it's too. the best decision the NFL's made in a long time is to allow all this back. It, it, it's fun. It, it's a lot of fun. But uh, is Juju Smith-Schuster a wide receiver too? Yeah. He is. Yeah, because well, I don't think Martavis is getting back involved. No. Uh, <laughs> you think he plays another snap for the, snap for the Steelers? I think he does. I think he gets yeah. traded. Uh, well, I, I, hope I hope he gets traded, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I see what your point. Like, winning is going to cure all things where Martavis hopefully shuts up, but he just seems like such a cancer on this team. Yeah, I don't know how much he's a cancer just because, like, he has to be good and then also be causing problems. Like, he's just not good. So I don't know. You're, you're, blow, like you're blowing up your saying, teammates. You're like, oh, I'm better than Juju Smith-Schuster. You're well, not. he's an idiot. You know, he's stupid. Oh, I'll yeah. say that. That's not surprising well, to me at that wasn't, all. We didn't learn that this year. Right. But <laughs> but I just don't know. Like, his trade value isn't very high. He hasn't been good. He's, uh, you know, one toke away from being booted out of the league. Bryant for Terrell Pryor. Yeah, I'd do that in a heartbeat. That'd be a great trade. How, how big of a nightmare would that be to Browns fans? See Terrell Pryor go from Cleveland to Washington. You're like, okay, he's over there. Maybe he'll do good. Wish him the best. And then come to Pittsburgh. I think that improves all sides. It does. You know, I called called Eli Rogers out as being the uh, surprise star of the week because I wasn't sure about Juju. Obviously, Juju played, so Eli Rogers took a knock on that. But he he had a touchdown hit him right in his (laughs) skinners. I mean, (laughs) right in there. It hit him right in In the guy. Mud flaps. And... Just hit the ground, just dropped it, and uh, he didn't see. This is the the Tomlin thing. What is he a cornerback for the Steelers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's Ike Taylor. Uh, he didn't see a, a lot of action after that. Darius Hayward Bay and Justin Hunter are getting in there. So I'm all about Juju Smith-Schuster. Right Juju now. Juju's amazing, and he's really good, and he blocks. Uh, and now that he's not holding, he's much much better. I love Juju, man. I, I didn't like. I I wasn't very happy with the pick when they picked him either because I I, I was remember. Like, we need some defense. I, I I did say I'm like, look, I really like Juju, but I just don't know if he's a need for this team, and he is because Martavis is a little, and Eli Rogers uh, drops balls at him right in his beaters. <laughs> Juju Smith Schuster or Alshon Jeffrey? Ah, uh, I think I'll still go Jeffrey. I think Jeffrey's still one. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin or Juju? Juju. Did I ask you T.Y. Hilton? 
No, but I'll take Juju. See what I think so. I think that would be a good right now. Go trade for Juju Smith Schuster. All right. There you go. Those are the game recaps. The Monday game as you're listening to this, possibly it is the Chiefs and the Broncos. Fully expect Kareem Hunt to rush for 180 yards. Tyreek Hill to be uh I mean hope I'm playing again. I'm actually literally have one league where I'm playing against like Hill, Kelsey, and Smith. All so I hope they all are bad. <laughs> but I would expect um I mean, I think Trevor, I don't know, is Charles Simeon going to fully, I expect him to struggle. I, I expect the Broncos to struggle in this game, even well, though yeah, Corey had Demarius Thomas as number one receiver. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that. Simeon can't complete a pass. So, um, I mean, Marcus Peters isn't as good as people label him out to be. I've said that a bunch of times, but I mean, how Simeon has been so bad. I just don't see him getting on track against the Chiefs on the road on Monday night. So Yeah, so Kareem Hunt is the, the the god here, right? Yeah, Kareem Hunt's the guy. I think C.J. Anderson should get a little bit better. I think the Chiefs' defense is a touch overrated. Um, they haven't been really good the last, like, year and a half. So, um, yeah, they have good games. You know, if they get out to a big lead, then, you know, you got uh, Justin Hunt and pinning his, just, Justin Houston uh, pinning his ears back. You'd like to see that, but I just don't know. You know, the Denver Denver's defense is still working, so it should be a low-scoring game. I don't see – I know we already talked about this. I can't even remember what the over is, but I can't see him getting to it. Yeah. So. All right, there you go. Uh, let's go talk about some waivers. All right, fellas, here's how it works. $15 for it. In this league. What's this? In this league. <laughs> if you have to ask, big man, you can't afford it. That's $4. All right, starting on quarterbacks here, the Welsh, uh, Trevor Simeon. Still on the wire. Uh, Jared Goff, he is at 46% owned, so he's still out there in a lot of wires. Uh, Josh McCown's still out there. How about this one? How about Drew Stanton? A lot of people are sitting. Well, no, okay, but there's still an offense to be had there. Hard pass? Yeah. Mm. I just don't like Stanton. It's not that I don't like the offense. Who'd you rather have, Brissett or Stanton? Um... I kind of think Stanton. I, you know what? Flip a coin. Okay. Oh, you want to flip it? Okay. Head Stanton, tails uh, Brissett. Sure. Nope. Oh, it's Brissett. Okay. <laughs> to your point, it is. It that was an easy coin flip decision of Brissett. It decided it right away. Yeah. I mean, I I don't. There's not a lot to like there. Yeah, understandably. All right, uh, move on from quarterbacks and running backs. Running backs, we've got, uh, let's see, I'm just looking at the transactions here. Uh, Deion Lewis available in a bunch of leagues. Uh, apparently not. He's 69% owned. Nice. 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 What uh, about Alex Eckler, Collins? DeAndre Washington. Alex Collins has got, like, I feel like he's he's not on this list, and that's usually because he's super owned. Here he is. 34%, not yeah, bad. Okay, yeah, 34% so, on Yahoo, so, I mean, he's still potentially sitting out there. Rob Kelly, 41% owned. He's been getting carries again. Uh, your boy Jamal Charles, 26% owned. We'll see how he does tomorrow night. Uh, Thomas Rawls is still available in Welsh. Of course he is. Uh, why, would any, his, why would anyone want him? For his negative yards, well, he's being picked up a decent amount, which is kind of surprising. I'd rather probably pick up ProSize than him right now. Oh, ProSize man. isn't playing. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you can get more points starting ProSize than you, you will roll. that all proud. Like, he's not even playing. I'd rather have him. <laughs> he's not. He's no. not even playing. So, All right, then who do you go with? I mean, obviously, it's Alex Collins. Yeah, Collins by a lot. And then uh, Clement's got it. Who are the others? Clement's got to be in there. Uh, we talked about um, 
Let's see. Uh, DeAndre Washington was up there, but that was more because of suspension. Charles, Rob Kelly. So Collins and Kelly. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what's Mac's ownership at? That is 44%. So I would uh, Mac, Collins, and then Kelly. What you go Mac like? one? Yeah, I go Mac. Ahead yeah, me too. I go Mac, Collins, Kelly, and then maybe Clement in there. All right, that's a because good one. Because Gore is still there and. Mac got more snaps this week. Didn't get more carries, but he got more snaps, which is, to me, that's kind of telling. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, mm. the number one. He is 47% owned. 99%, please. He is probably uh, unowned in your league. Paul Richardson with the two touchdowns today like is him. at 30%. Uh, Marvin Jones is on this list, but he's got to be, yeah, he's 74. Um, let's see, Robbie Anderson Still decently low at 28%. He had two touchdowns today. What about Brandon Coleman? Uh, Coleman's probably out there. I don't see him on this list as being added, but he's out there in a bunch of leagues. Uh, Corey Davis, let's not forget about Corey Davis. Uh, he's coming back. Sterling Shepard is on the wire in a bunch of leagues. Would you add Willie Sneed? No. No? A you lot of the guys we've already talked about, right. I'd rather probably have Brandon, I'd rather have Brandon Coleman than Sneed. Would you add Martavis Bryant? Eh, mate, yeah, I would. Because I'm if how owned is he? What's his ownership? Sixty one percent. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I but would he's going to get dropped there. in a ton of leagues after this. So I bet you it dips below fifty. So who do we say we had again? The Steelers are on a bye week too. We had Juju. Who are the others? We had Juju. We had Richardson. We Rich. had Robbie Anderson. That's my order right there. Juju, um, Richardson, and Robbie. Would you pick up McCann or McCann? Will you pick up uh, John Ross? He's available. Uh, yeah, potential. if I was speculating. If I was speculating. Yeah, you'd have to be speculating. Okay, so then let's go to top five then. If it laid out how we had it, we would probably go Mac, Collins. Juju. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Ooh, ooh, Mac or Juju. I go Juju. I, I go Juju. I go Juju number one. I agree. Okay, so Juju number one. Mac. Mac then two. Collins. Then Collins. Then I think, I, I want to say Richardson. Yeah, Richardson and then Robbie Anderson. Yeah, did we put Rob Kelly in there? Uh, I don't think we put Fat Rob in there. I think I would put Fat pop. Rob over Robbie uh, over Robbie Anderson. I would take Robbie Anderson. I don't like Rob. Okay, so but we're definitely we're definitely Juju Mac Richardson. Return of the Mac Richards. Oh no, Collins then Richardson. Richard. Yeah, that's the order. Somehow. Yeah, Somehow I, I, think that was I would say that that looks good. All right, uh, now let's finish it off with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Are you having so much fun, punk? Well, are you? It's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good this week, my friends. Well, that is Choo Choo Smith Schuster. Do we, did did we even need to go? People, are, it, it, there's some guy out there that's like another Deshaun Watson, fan. Russell Wilson. Uh-huh. You think it's Deshaun Watson? Three picks? How about Russell Wilson? Ooh, how about this, though? DeAndre Hopkins had 224 yards. That's a guy. Yep. That's a guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I might go Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson had the four touchdowns and the 30 yards and the 450 passing yards. Mm. 
Okay, it's a choose-your-own-adventure. You get to choose your own adventure on that one. That is tough. There were a lot of guys that were good, uh, but there were there just as many. There weren't actually that many guys that were good. Well, I mean, but I'm there saying, like, there were there were enough there that were good. You're right about from. that. Yeah, right. the, the guys all stood out. There's, like, four guys that we're looking at. They're like, these are really good. Juju came out of kind of, not. I don't want to say nowhere, but boom. Then you got um, Deshaun Watson, you got Wilson, and you've got DeAndre Hopkins. All those guys deserve kind of the good. The bad, well, how about Jameis Winston? James Winston's not good. Yeah, three turnovers, uh, under 300 yards passing. Just all those targets. I don't understand how that could happen. I know Carolina. Well, Carolina's D was bad last week. Remember, I was like, oh, they look like they're picking up, and they're bad again. So I don't really get this Carolina defense. So Next year, uh, Winston or Watson? Watson. It's pretty easy, right? I don't know if it's easy mm-hmm. because Winston's still really good, but he just has these lapses of horrible play. And this was a home game. He should have been better in this one. I don't get it. Uh, And the ugly, well, it's T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton, over the last three weeks, has had 19 targets. Guess how many catches he has on those 19 targets in three weeks? Seven. Five. Five catches on 19 targets. That's also Brissett throwing to him, and they had a couple rough matchups. I don't care. Well, all I'm saying is those could be at his feet. Okay, well, 19 targets and five catches. He has like just over 60 yards receiving in three weeks combined. Three weeks. That's bad. 19, 27, and 15. It is bad news, Bears, and it got no better uh, where this week he had seven targets, only two catches, 15 yards, doing his best Zay Jones impression. Don't you just think that he's going to have a good second half, though? You want to flip for it? Yeah, let's flip for it. Okay. I think he's going to have What a is good it? Heads half. is good, tails is bad, or opposite? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, here we go. Ooh, it's spinning on my keys. <gasps> he's not going to have a good second half. Tails. So, sorry, T.Y. Hilton, you can sell him. You can sell him immediately. <laughs> go get Juju Smith Schuster. That's a fact. That is yeah, a guarantee. Go do we it. promise it. Team Juju, Team Bicycle. I can ride my bike with no handlebars. My bike! <laughs> we both did, did it. Did you like all the Pee Wee Herman clips I put in last week? Yeah, it's good. It was good. Pee Wee Herman. By, <laughs> by the way, him still not having his own bike like company, it's travesty. He's missing well, out. He's going to get his license on Tuesday. They, they were talking about uh, how Ali Villanueva is taking him to go get his license worst on deci- Tuesday. Worst decision he could do. Stick with the bike thing, man. You got a gimmick. <laughs> Drive that for like well, two or three more years. Bike. He only lives like a mile away from the practice facility, so he always bikes. So. All right. Uh, well, there you go. That is the episode. That is the week eight review. A little uh, look into week nine. You guys can join us on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network on Wednesday, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern. That's where we'll be talking uh, lots of fantasy football stuff. You can call in. You can uh, do whatever you want. You can join us, have some fun. And then on Friday, we will have the guest, ep- most likely a guest episode, at least will be here, where we'll get your voicemails. Voicemails is uh, it's, uh, it's on the chopping block. So someone, a uh, little uh, person out there being complaining, complaining about Turd Gurley not liking it. So I don't know, Turd Gurley, you're on the chopping block. Voicemails on the chopping block. But I mean, you know, if you send are you guys, questions, are, are the football listeners going to let the basketball listeners outdo them? Because oh. we had like over 20 carry or over 20. <laughs> we had over 20 <laughs> carries, unlike Marshawn Lynch. We had over 20 questions uh, for the, the ball bag episode for basketball that we recorded before this one. And uh, we'd only gotten three the week before. Really, football? You're going to let basketball They're outdo do you? It. Hey, guys, All right. here are your options. You, ballbag at endthisleague.com or you can send in your voicemails. 
if we don't get either, we're just not going to do it. We'll just jump right into the other stuff. But voicemails is on the chopping block for the rest of the season. You know, some people kind of checking out the second half, a uh, little complaining complainers. But um, just letting you guys know. You, I don't care about the complainers even a little bit. No, I don't either. I'm not going to listen to anybody. We're going to do what we want. It's our show. But, but we got we got to get voicemails. We got to actually get them. Yeah, use it or lose it. That's it. So do what you guys want. But uh, ballbaggingandinthisleague.com, that's where you can send in questions and shoot me an email. Is it the Welsh? Where you can record your 60-second voicemail with a, um, a question, a comment, a, a take, whatever you want, and you can just send in that vo- voicemail option to me, and we'll put it on the show. Otherwise, we've got a lot of other content we'll cover. So you've got Wednesday at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. you got Friday with us on the podcast, and uh, we will get to the second half of the season. And be on the lookout. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and uh, is it the Welsh and Bogman Sports because of trade deadline. It is on October 31st, so it's on Tuesday. Not that I think crazy stuff is going to happen, but I do think there's going to be some movement and there might be some fantasy relevant uh, relevant moves, and I hope the 49ers do it. So if you want some takes, uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter, and then you'll obviously get the reactions on the radio show Wednesday. Good? Good. All right, my friends. Uh, we will see you on the next episode. So bye-bye. See ya. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.